Beyond the Clock fans, you're listening to another episode with your hosts Raul Lascano and George Martinez as they square off and tackle all of today's hot topics in sports news, trends, current issues happening locally and nationally, as well as highlighting some of our local student athletes across the Sunshine State. Now, welcome your hosts Raul Lascano and George Martinez. You're on the clock. What's going on on the clock fans man We are here I can't believe we're doing the video for the first time So welcome to the show We have so much to talk about Let me bring in my guy My right hand man George Martinez What's going on George sir How are you? What up? Hey man we got a lot to talk about man We got NFL Black Monday that shows up right today On January 4th This is uh, the traditionally when everybody gets fired From the NFL So this is going to be great We got playoff pitchers We have Clemson smacking a twisted T to Ohio State in the face. Alabama finally took out Notre Dame. Thank goodness. Thank you, Alabama. Um, and we have record-breaking Sunday in the NFL. Not to mention, we still have your guy, Jason Garrett, keeping the Cowboys out of the playoff hopes <laughs> for another year. I can't wait to do this, man. What do you think, bro? You ready to go? I'm ready to go, baby. All right, so on, the, on clock, the clock. Let's do it. On the clock, we'll start right now. Look at that timing. Let's, that's called timing right there. How are you it. been, man? How was your weekend, bro? Weekend was good, man. New Year's. We're now first podcast of 2021. Oh my it God. is officially my birthday month. So is for, it? For all the January 27th, baby. So that's right. For, for everybody out there listening, if you want to drop your boy some cash app or <laughs> a give to another, just hit me up. I'll let you know. Yeah, hit, hit the email up. We'll, we'll, it, we'll get, you some, get you some money, maybe a, a show and a, and a, a couple of glitter Glitter out booties like Dwayne go. Haskins. We'll do. We'll make it. We'll make it. We'll make it to some good stuff, man. That's good though, man. So How was your weekend? My weekend was filled with football, 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 football. The kids playing football, um, freaking just watching football. It was. It was okay, man. In a long time, in a, in a, well, a very long time, I actually got to kind of just be a dad and just play in the background. You know what I mean? Like I got to see my kids play football and just relax. I didn't have to go do something or some coaches meeting or some other crazy crap. So it was good, man. It was relaxing, man. I can't wait. The other, the, uh, the horrible thing that happened, I will say this oh is, boy. Oh boy, bro. You know how many freaking messages I got from Ohio state fans? Oh, I bet on Sunday. Like I got a million messages on Sunday. Well, Saturday night going into Sunday, which if you're trying to message me at like two in the morning to tell me how great Ohio state is, <laughs> oh, <laughs> I'm asleep, so I don't really, I'm not going to read that shit till the next day. But, you know, I got it from the Buckeye fans of how, oh, I told you they're going to beat up on Clemson and all that stuff. And your thoughts of the game, man, because I'm going to tell you what. I said it over the weekend. I said it in the intro. They got slapped with a twisted T right across the face. Clemson could not hang with Ohio State whatsoever. They... It's rarely you see a team like Clemson get outcoached and outplayed in that manner. Especially considering the last time we saw Ohio State was against Northwestern. Yeah. Where Justin Fields threw two interceptions, no touchdowns, struggled mightily. And then he turned a complete 180. Where now you got people out there projecting and predicting that Fields may get drafted ahead of of the generational talent that Trevor Lawrence is. But remember what I was telling you about the Heisman race, okay? And you told me, like, there's no way. That, I said, listen, man, I've, I watched a kid last year. 
and this is to you Ohio State fans. I know you guys don't love me when you told me, you know, because that's another thing. You said we didn't deserve to be here. I never said that. What I said was you didn't play 11 games. <laughs> like, Because right. changing the rules for Ohio State, nobody, they would never done that for any other team. They would never done that for anybody else. But Justin Fields, I, do you not think he should be overall? Or he should be in the top five quarterbacks that go, like in the top five picks. He's got to go somewhere. So, you know, I think top five for sure. It, it, it's going to depend because you got your Dolphins that are picking three, yeah. third now. Yep. Thanks to the Houston Texans and Bill O'Brien. Thank you to them for for for, for that great trade. We so, are, but we're not going to take a quarterback. We're gonna. You're not going to take a quarterback. So obviously, one is going to take in there. I would take the Najee Jets. Harris. I'll take Najee Harris. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Oh God. You would think, you know, at number two, the Jets. Do they take Fields? If you have Sam Darnold, mm. I, I think a whole lot. You know, and we're going to get into this in a little bit about NFL Black Monday. But they have a head coach opening right now. You know, breaking news last night. You know, Adam Gase got fired. So, who knows? Maybe the quarterback, the guy that comes in as a head coach, likes yeah. Sam Darnold. Maybe now that pushes Trevor Lawrence, Justin Fields, another slot back. Obviously, not two, not three, not four, five. Maybe uh, it's going to be interesting to see. But uh, you know, I think he played. I was I was impressed because I saw him make throws the entire night that were NFL caliber throws. Now. Right. A lot of it's going to matter of where he goes. And that matters for all of these quarterbacks. The system they go into plays a role. However, he played well last night. The question I got for you, though, is does he have enough to beat Nick Saban? You know what, man? At this point, I don't know. Alabama, what, what they have that what they have is a run game. They got bullies up front. You know what I mean? Ohio State's defensive line, I mean, completely shattered Clemson's. Completely shattered it, man. Um, it's always a blessing when you don't have to blitz anybody and four guys can just get the job done consistently. So I, I want to, I don't know, man. I, I, I'm i still going to pick Alabama, which I know the Ohio State fans are not going to like that. You can use those bulletin board material if you want to. I'm still going with Nick Saban because until Nick Saban's out of something, you can never rule him out. I like Nick Saban and Alabama to beat Ohio State, but it's going to be a close one. I don't see it being a blowout. I really don't. If it is, I'll be amazed. And, and I will say this. The reason I say this is because Ohio State's offense will take advantage of Alabama's young defensive backs. Well, and, and that's, a, that's a question. Because, you know, when you think of Alabama, you've always thought of defense first right. mentality. They do just enough on offense to kind of get by. This right. year... It's kind of different. It's kind of flipped the script where Alabama has a punt offense that can score 40, 50 points a game. Yeah. Right. But because they're giving up a ton of points yeah. on defense, does does that style benefit a Ohio State type of team where Ohio State wants to make it a shootout? Oh, it's it it's gonna be another Alabama Florida shootout. Where Florida was killing it through the secondary. Remember Alabama? It's going to be a shootout. Now, remember, Alabama is a shoot throw. Yep. Right from, you know, it's going to be interesting to see how that truly plays out. I'm going to give you a bold prediction. Oh, really? I think it's 2021, but the 2020 season. Ohio State's going to beat Alabama. Wow. 
Wow. You think you think they're that Ohio strong? Ohio State is going to pull the best version of 2020 out. <laughs> okay, it wouldn't be a 20. <laughs> Listen, we got the Browns yeah. in the playoffs. No shit. Dude, we got the Bucks in the playoffs. Right. Okay. It, it is a, an anomaly year already. I think Ohio State continues a tradition. Everybody out there in Ohio that listens to the show, I know we got a lot of friends we do. on the show that listen to it also. We do. They're huge Ohio State fans. I think that they are going to win. Now, you know, the question I got for you, though, with this is, you know, did Dabo put an X on his back by ranking Ohio State 11th? No, I mean, it... it, it is that bulletin board material? You think about bulletin board material... Yeah. This that, and the other. He took a, a little jab. Did that come back to bite him? It could have. I mean, it, it, it was going to add. I mean, they were probably still pissed off from last year. I mean, you, you saw it when we were watching the game. You know, they have the score up in the in the training room. In the, oh yeah. In the in the you know what I'm saying in the weight room. Every day they're going to see that stuff. You know what I mean? So they they already still had it on there. Me personally, Alabama. I just think comes down to experience as far as as Saban preparing his team for a championship. Um, I don't know, man. I, I think it's a shootout. I mean, I don't know. Because Alabama could score at any time with Najee Harris, um, Devontae Smith. I mean, they, they're, those are some some guys that can, can take a distance at any moment. Um, it's definitely going to be an interesting interesting game to see. I think so. So, to, to kind of end this conversation, does Trevor Lawrence still win the Heisman? Because no, last show we talked. That's true. We were all kind of leaning, me, you, even Ruth the Truth, were kind of leaning towards Trevor as yeah. being the, the highest winner. Does this now solidify Matt Jones? Does Justin Fields get back in the conversation? Can I mean, he he's get, not a finalist. Yeah, that's what so, I'm saying. So I guess that answers that question. So it's Matt Jones, Devontae Smith, Smith right? Uh, Trask yep. from Florida. And Trevor Lawrence, does that now elevate Trask a little bit more? Or does this make it a situation where we're going to see a receiver for the first time since Desmond Howard won it, win it again? If Devontae Smith scores three touchdowns in that championship game, he wins the Heisman. Yeah. Now, this this is the other part. The guy that threw the touchdowns, you're like, (laughs) he's up there too. Yeah, you know. That's a a toss-up. I think it's on how it happened. Yeah. Because if it's a bailout throw where, you know, Devontae Smith had to go bail out the quarterback and to underthrow the ball and to come back, I think the play matters as far as how he scored. But if he's wide open, he let, you know, okay, anybody can do that, I guess. You know what I mean? Yeah. You're talking about like he gets a, like a five-yard hitch or a bubble or something. He takes it 90 yeah. yards. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I can understand that part of you. It, it, would be, it would be nice to see a wide receiver, you know what I'm saying, actually win it, though, because it's just something that doesn't usually happen. But I think, I think if – Mac Jones wins it, or the Alabama wins it, Mac Jones becomes your Heisman Trophy winner. You know what I mean? So I think if if, if Ohio State wins the national championship, I think potentially Kyle Trask gets it. Oh, because, because he, he knocked because off. Because he took down yeah. the two, yeah. right? And if Alabama wins, I really think De- Devontae Smith has been getting a lot of traction. He has, man. He's, he's amazing to watch. And, and he's, that, he's that sneaky guy that's going to get in there, just get the votes, and I think people yeah. – what, what what he's done this year has been remarkable. I think people are going to take that into account. We'll see how it plays out. 
Yeah. A question I have for you now. So, yeah. you know, we, we saw the Clemson-Ohio State game. We saw the Notre Dame debacle, which Jesus. I know you're happy about. Listen, man. God bless them. Listen, you Notre Dame fans get on my damn nerves. <laughs> you guys get on my nerves. How dare you every year keep telling you're going to win championships or how you guys are ready to play. And lose. And these lose big teams. The and you keep getting your ass kicked every single time. Back-to-back weeks now. Clemson did it first. And then Alabama. Like, stop with this bullshit. Stop Notre Dame. And, and it, to college football, I know we're going to go to another subject, but real quick, I'm sick, I'm sick and tired of college football just giving these guys ranks based off of names, man. This this thing has got to stop. You know what I'm saying? Like, stop giving Notre Dame the 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 notoriety or the or the you know. Let me let me put them in fourth and fifth. Stop putting them, ranking them in the top ten every year when they're not a top ten program. You know what I'm saying? Like you or you might be a good program in the sense like okay you make it, but you guys aren't ready for these big games. You guys are nice Catholic kids. Stop freaking playing these big schools and, and getting your ass kicked. Every oh week, man. I, I don't know, man. Notre Dame has nothing on offense that scares me they whatsoever. Don't. They don't. And, and we talked about that. Yeah. We talked about that because that that's what I told you was, okay, name somebody that plays for Notre Dame besides their quarterback. Right. Like, there's no one that says, oh, my God. There's no Devontae Smith. Mm-mm. There's no Nigel Harris. There's right. no Justin Fields. Right? right. There's no pets, you know, for, for, for Florida. No, no Tony. Right? Yeah, or, yeah. Or Tony. Yeah. Right, there's no one that's like, wow, this guy. We got to make sure we know where this guy is at all times. Yeah, there's just it, it, Notre Dame does not have the ability to recruit those kind of guys to Notre Dame. It, they just yeah. can't, and it's shown it year after year. Chip Kelly can get them to the dance because of the name recognition, yeah. because of the popularity. Yeah, but then they fall flat on their face. So, so brings up the question, right? Because because yeah. Texas A&M looked great against North Carolina. They did beat them. Score forty one points. If we had a expanded playoffs, yeah, right. Where let's say I'm throwing this out there, you go to eight teams mm-hmm. instead of four, you double it up. Does this now stop more players from going and declaring and opting out? Oh yeah, of the bowl game. Oh and yeah. Now you get more meaningful games because right now, I mean, to be honest, I mean, when Florida played Oklahoma, it was television. It wasn't exciting football. Uh, did anybody from Oklahoma opt out? Football. I don't think I don't think that many kids opt out from Oklahoma, did they? No. I think it was like nine on Florida's team. Yeah, so, so it makes sense for if you have a younger team. Yeah. Yeah, no one's opting out because you're a younger team. But a team like Florida had six, seven guys, nine guys, like you said, opted out. It makes the game less tolerable to watch. And you had a ton. That, that, that same Texas name game. I know this brings back bad memories to you. It's all good. <laughs> the two running backs for North Carolina, they ran for damn near 700 yards against Miami. Yeah. They opted out. They didn't play. See, that's, and, that's and people like, cool. oh, so, and, and, and I saw this comment on Facebook, and, and shout out to Will McDonald again. I, I love the guy. But he was like, oh, you know, don't build out these teams to have players opted out because they recruit four and five stars mm-hmm. all the time. Right. And that's factual. But chemistry matters a lot. And now you're telling these running backs, receivers, tight ends to go play in a meaningful game, right? And this quarterback to anticipate throws to these guys who he hasn't thrown to all year long. 
who yep. d- they don't know th- these things take time to develop in the off season during spring during spring games and during OTAs and during seven on seven. All this stuff takes time to build chemistry on. It does. So they, they look like crap when they go play a game. Of course, because you, you don't think you don't think Trash would love to have Tony or Pitts who understand, okay, middle's middle of the field's open, we're gonna take a pose, middle field's closed, we're gonna run a corner, football. or we're not they're gonna pull down, hitch it. They they all are on the same page, like you said, because they've been doing it since January, February, March, April, the whole season. Then now all of a sudden we're gonna let the sophomore kid come in and do the same thing. Right. That's not if the sophomore kid could have been doing it the whole season, he would have got reps. He'd be in. He'd be in. You know, you'd have rotate him in there. But he can't and and, and, it, and like you said, it just sucks for everybody else. Like you it's not a meaningful game. I don't I, I wasn't excited to watch the game. I know you're a Gator fan and, and I wanted to watch the Gators, but I wasn't excited to watch the game because I'm like, well, well, who's playing? No, I don't want to yeah. watch this game. And I'm sick of watching cheese it bowls and Freaking all this other <laughs> shit. Like, come on, man. You know, Miami, the Hurricanes, same thing. We lost uh, as well. And I'll tell you what, man, but we lost three of our starting defensive players, two of them being of the best DNs in the country. They they opted out. They're not going to play. Our linebacker didn't play. We're just like, okay, well, that sucks. Then De'Ara King gets hurt. And because and our because our right tackle, our right tackle decided to opt out as well. So you're like, Jesus. Now, now you put your quarterback in danger. Yeah. To get hurt. So why even play? Why and that's that's the point. But if you expand it, if you expand it to where you could possibly get into a championship, right? Could you imagine if, if there was an expansion? Florida, those kids don't opt out. They're gonna play the playoff game. Right. They're gonna try to get in the game. Texas AM is definitely gonna play. So you solve the whole issue with, you know, oh, who should be in, who shouldn't be in there type deal. You get yeah, and you're always gonna have some version of that because yeah. number nineteen would have been oh we should have been we should have had a chance. Right, right. 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 But the, the idea that I proposed to you back then was your six conference champions mm-hmm. and two wild cards. That's it. That's it. So in this situation, you would have had your, your BYUs of the world would have joined, you know, yeah. would have been in this and the other. And you would have had your wild card teams in, you know, Texas and being one of them. Right, more than likely, Oklahoma, maybe another one, maybe Florida. Who knows right. who the other team would have been? But at eight teams, a I don't think we need that many bowl games. Bowl games aren't what it used to be. Uh-uh. They're not what it used to be anymore. It used to be used to be something well, exciting right now. for the Orange Bowl. It mattered. It mattered. It mattered. Imagine that Orange the bowl. Outback Bowl mattered. The Sugar Bowl mattered. The Rose Bowl. They had a whole parade for your Rose Bowl. Remember the. Parades, they don't do that no more, man. Nobody gives a shit. You made these bowl games seem like they're not like, like they're a Cheez-It bowl or the Nokia bowl. Like nobody, <laughs> come on, man. <laughs> you, you, hey, you, you know what? Maybe in 2021, we can get the on the clock radio bowl. That'd be great because that's exactly what you're playing for. That's exactly what you're playing for. We're not going to give you anything. Game, just yeah. bring everybody on the show. Yeah. We'll, 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 we'll meet, up, meet on the 50. Yeah. Right. The trophy's gonna be one big Cuban sandwich with a freaking <laughs> with a couple of bananas. Oh, speaking of trophies, real quick, I know we're, I don't want to go off. So you saw the trophy that broke in the locker room? <laughs> Did you see that shit? Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> You're dancing. Right? Oh my god! Wins the game, right? And then they're playing around with the damn trophy, and it shatters. It sh- how how did and what, what kills me is nobody no, saw this guy take it off and hand it to your team. You, you know what I'm saying? It wasn't just one whole trophy, you jackass. And you down here bouncing around the locker room and you shouted. And then these guys put like mayonnaise or some shit on. Like, come on, man. Don't. There you go. Don't disrespect the trophy. But yeah, 
I, I don't know, man. The expansion, the expansion seems like it makes sense to me. Maybe there's a, a money issue. Maybe there's a, um, I don't know, too many game issue. I don't know. Money was real, especially this year. Yeah. Every team was eligible for a bowl game. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I observed, which again, we're going off uh, on a different subject. Did you see the fight? Oh, Mississippi State and who was it? Mississippi State and um, which typically Mississippi <sighs> State wouldn't even been in the bowl game because they're three and six. Yep. Yep. They're three and six. So. You have to have six wins in a normal non-COVID year yeah. to qualify for a bowl game. But because it doesn't matter, yeah. any teams can play. Yep. And we had a all-out brawl. Unbelievable. Let me let me do you now I'm not all about condemning kids, but those kids definitely, you know what I'm saying, out of a 10-game season can't play six, in my opinion. I don't know if they get any kind of suspension, man. You don't think so? You don't think? I mean, that was a pretty people getting kicked in the head with cleats and shit, man. It was it was disgusting. It was almost it was yeah, almost Miami ish. <laughs> it was almost <laughs> Miami versus FIU ish. Yeah, especially that coming from you is hilarious. Yeah, it was it was a little bit there. Uh, looked good, you know what I mean? Didn't do too bad. Speaking of people fighting, though. Speaking of people fighting, we, we got coaches that are going to be fighting for their jobs today. Yeah, so t- today's a dreadful, today's a dreadful, they call it NFL Black Monday. Yeah. Uh, yes, Cyber Monday. <laughs> yeah. You got Black Friday. <laughs> you got Black Friday. Yeah. NFL you know, Black in Monday. Youth, in, youth, in youth and Little League, we used to call it get your ass kicked yeah. on Saturdays. Yeah, U-Haul. Come get your U-Haul. Yeah. <laughs> Come get you back to you all up. There's a couple teams on Saturday had a back yeah, that fight. That's right. Hey Final man, season. there's a couple of them that, that the U-Haul was already out there. They already knew what was going to happen. And that's crazy. Yeah. That is so. It, it, again, short story. In my 13 years mm-hmm. of coaching youth football, do you know how many times I've ever ordered a U-Haul to show up at a playoff game? Never. Not a damn time. Never. I am never bringing no fucking U-Haul. Now, I've had coaches within my organization that have also made the playoffs mm-hmm. want to order them. Right. And at that point, I told them, I'm the AD. Win or lose, you're fired. <laughs> because if that's the mentality that you're walking into a playoff game, yeah, I don't give a shit who we're playing. Right. I don't care if the spread is 60 to nothing. Yeah, we're not. I'm not 60 point underdog. I'm not bringing you no, home. No, no. I mean, I'll collect your shit at the end of the game, but I'm not bringing up bringing you home. Yeah, but no, I've never in my life ordered a U-Haul to show up at a playoff game. I wouldn't either. There was. I've done it. I've, done it. I've actually not. I, I lied to you. I've done it one time. Really? It was Super Bowl against the Jags. <laughs> Because the season was over anyway. Yeah, win or lose, it doesn't matter. I just want my shit. Well, th- this that didn't happen on Saturday. There was there was two U hauls. I'm not going to name the teams that were there uh, that that utilized them because I saw them. The it's, man, it's it's demoralizing. They take the ramp out. They put it on the ground. Oh man, they know. Listen, man, the dude sitting. It was so fucked up. The guy standing in the U haul, and that poor kid's walking up the U haul with his oh, mom and dad turning stuff in. Jesus, man! They walk up the ramp. They walk down it's the a ramp. Sad sight. It's a oh sad my! Sight. It was bad, man. But yeah, the, you got NFL coaches are gonna because there's openings. Well, let's see here. Jets are open, right? The Jets, yeah. Which Jets breaking lose? That was last night. Yeah, Jets are we open. Found out during the the Eagles uh, Washington football team game that Adam Gase has been. Which <laughs> I know you made a comment. That, what was the comment? 
That guy. What was your observation during the press conference? Listen, let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. When your freaking eyes are like, you are coked out right now. Like when you're, that Paul Press thing, that was scary to watch. I didn't know if he was having a stroke. Is he a zombie? Maybe. He's borderline. He's borderline. Listen, he either had a stroke or seizure during the interview because he's like, <laughs> what is wrong with this guy? And and he still does it. So I don't know if it's a nervous tick issue. All the time. I don't know. I don't know what's going on physically, but he's out of there. And we both said it. We knew he was out of there. When he when you have to blame yourself for the offense <laughs> and you tell the entire press conference, you know, I know our offense is playing well, but that's probably my fault. Okay, then you just wrote your ticket. If you were if you were ever on the cuff, you wrote if the ticket. If you're, if you're on the borderline, that was definitely it. You wrote the ticket. And and I tell you what, man, I tell you what, good riddance. Get out of yeah. there. Adam Thank Case, goodness. he came from the Dolphins, man. I couldn't stand that guy either. He was the worst, okay? Uh, but you have Jets that are open. You have the Falcons that are that are open. They fired their coach midseason. Uh, right, I believe Raheem Morris was taking over as interim coach. He was taking over trying to oversee it. He might get the job. We don't know. I doubt it after a, a bad performance of the season because if you really wanted the job, you try to win those freaking games as best you can. Um, and then with the rumors of, of them shopping Julio Jones around, it looks like a total, like you were talking about with Ruth and stuff, it looks like a total, we're just going to get rid of everything and see what we can do, rebuild type thing. Um, and then you have the Lions, of course, which rumors are coming out. Matthew Stafford will be going away and leaving the Lions, which I said that two years ago. He should have left two years ago. You shouldn't have kept giving these guys the best that you had over and over and over when they weren't trying to they weren't trying to help this guy out. When Megatron left, they didn't really try to surround him with anything. No great draft picks, no really, you know what I mean? No nothing that, that was significant. You know what I mean? He will go down as one of the best quarterbacks to never make it anywhere. Yeah. Yeah, he will. He, he's, he's, gonna, there, he's never in the postseason. Ever. And, and and it's it's sad because there's a lot of teams that can utilize him, man. There's a Absolutely. lot of teams. Does he retire? No, I don't think he retires. You think he plays again? Yeah, I think he plays more, man. And besides, there's a there's a lot of there's a lot of of opportunity from these teams. You know what I mean? Matt, shoot, Matt Ryan might not be in the Falcons. You know what I mean? Matt Ryan might not be there, so you might he might be okay with going over to to the to the Falcons and and want to get a couple some. I don't know, but there's opportunity for him to play somewhere in the NFL. We don't know what the Colts are going to do with Philip Rivers. You know, the rumors yes, are... Supposedly, the rumors are being approached to go work broadcasting. That's what I'm saying. Drew Brees is leaving. Drew Brees will be... Retiring at the end of the year? Allegedly. I mean, allegedly. It's not confirmed, but our sources have been... Pretty spot telling on. Telling us that it's, it's looking very likely that this will be his last word, which I'm going to go back to three podcasts ago. Yeah. When I told you he was having troubles in the locker room with his teammates because of the comment he made at the beginning of the year. He has to. I told you this would be his last year. Yeah. And it's, it's going to be the rib injuries and he's getting older, this and then the other. And yeah, again, you, this is, you th- called this it. is the exit I was talking about. Yeah, you called it, man. You, you were spot on with that one. You you were spot on because, I don't know, it, it, maybe he doesn't have another year in him. Maybe he's just done because of those comments, because it, Michael Thomas refuses to play with him. Um so we'll see how the chemistry looks in, in the playoffs because now Michael Thomas is eligible to return this week. Yeah. Now in the playoffs. Hopefully. We'll see how how they end up looking. But you so I know we got you said the Falcons. Yeah. We have the Jets, right? We Jets. already had the Houston uh, Texans was already opening opening yep. early in the year firing. Yep. Chargers are on the cuff that possibly they're gonna fire their coach. So when I mean, you're when you're at home. Great, that's a great team. That's a good spot to be in now. That's a and good spot to be in. I mean I 
I like the Texans because I love Deshaun Watson. Yeah. And what he brings to the table. But man, that Chargers gig in, in LA. Yeah. You got Herbert, which is doing well. You yeah. got Keenan Allen and Mike Williams. You got a young group. You got, you got and then uh, Darwin James, mm-hmm. the standout guy from FSU, comes back from his injury that kept him out this year. He was playing at an all pro kind of level yeah. back in that defense. That's a good, good team. Yeah, that's a that's a that's a nice one to try to go after and get now, and then the last one was the Jags. The Jags will be, we we yeah, sure. we're waiting to hear that they they're going to fire. Got the top pick. Yeah, they got the number one, which is still rumored that Urban Meyer might you know because I don't know if you heard about this past weekend. Urban Meyer has been calling some big names to try to come onto the coaching staff to make that jump. Ooh, he's getting a crew together. He's getting a guys together. So we're gonna see how that pans out. The job that you said you mentioned it two podcasts ago was to go to the Jags. Go to the Jags. You're going to have a good following. They're going to love whoever you pick, whether it's Trevor Lawrence or Justin Fields. They're going to love them. But do you see any other jobs that might be opening up after this season? Do you, you know, I don't think, I don't know. I don't think Carolina will after so, replacing Ron Rivera last year. No, it's a, it's a guy's first year there. Right. And, and even though the next combat I make, it's also the guy's first year there. I think Mike McCarthy is a guy with the Cowboys that could be on the cusp. Yeah. You know, he didn't make, yes, but then you wonder how much Dak, losing Dak, uh, you know, gives him another year. That, that probably he is the get, excuse. That's probably the out right there. That's probably the out. He gets a benefit of the doubt yeah. in that situation there. Um, so th- that's going to be one that's kind of interesting. Interesting to see how that kind of all plays out. But, man, we're, there's going to be six potential yeah. openings. Yes, a lot. And then there's a lot of people just jumping ship from their teams to go to other places, man. You know what I mean? So it's it, today's going to be the day, if, 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 if any, that they're going to just start wrapping off. There's going to be some sneakers in there that, that we're surprised that he got fired. We're going to look at it like, oh, wait, I didn't, I thought he, I didn't know he was on that bad of a job. We don't, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> always, oh, that, just, you know what? Here's a guy. Um, the guy that, that coached at the Bengals. Oh, the Bengals, yeah. Well, what was his record end up being like six and twenty nine? <laughs> like, Jesus, he's terrible, terrible in the last two years he's been there since replacing Marvin Lewis. So then he he's on the cuff as well. Then I would say he's definitely on the cusp. Yeah, see, that's what I'm saying, man. There's so many job openings. Who went coach of the year for you? So you got NFL Black great Monday, one. which right, is the downside of it. But who? <laughs> I know, I know, we've been on both, a positive note, <laughs> right? I know we've both been Adam Flores. Kind of bad wagon, kind of guys, because yeah. of the job he's done this year. Yeah, Brian has done a great job. I, I love, I love what he's done with the dog. I know we didn't make the playoffs, but he's done. A, he's. I thought he did a really, really good job. Which are you okay? Are you okay? Yeah, I mean, I, when when they <laughs> we started at eighty eight percent probability of going to the playoffs after last week, Fitzpatrick, right? It dropped down to <laughs> seventy five. When they heard Fitzpatrick was was out, it dropped to like sixty four. When they heard that the Bills were going to play all their starters, <laughs> it dropped by one o'clock. I think it was like forty four percent probability oh, after boy. the one o'clock games that we can make the playoffs because we were hoping that you know maybe the Jaguars were going to beat the Colts, but everybody knew the Jaguars were like we've been losing all year. There's no reason. For us to change we who we are, are. The number one pick on lock. <laughs> yeah. We are still going to shit the bed here. So it went down all the way to like 12%, and then, of course, eliminated um, 
once the Colts definitely uh, beat the shit out of the Jags. So, but I'm not hurt about it. Again, it, what Brian Flores has done is rebuild, and he's taking his time doing it. And and this is gonna sound funny. It's almost it's almost the recipe, or it reminds me of Jimmy Johnson. It reminds okay. me of a Jimmy Johnson esque. I'm going to take all these draft picks. I'm going to sit there and take all these things. I'm going to build slowly, and we're going to turn this thing around. And then it worked out. You know what I mean? We've always talked about the Herschel Walker trade that oh, yeah. that Jimmy made. You know what I mean? One to get ten. Yeah, yeah. It, was, it was a big trade. It was it was a, it was huge. a trade now for a future. It was, and I think Brian Flores did that last year to to put us in a good position. Because think about it, we got the number three pick. You know what I mean? Um, me personally, I think you go get a running back. I think Gaskins did a good so, job though. So. If you take, if you're going to take a running back, yeah, you got to trade back. Mm. You don't trade think Najee Harris is ranked three? Collect more draft capital, yeah, to draft more of the guys you want. Okay, or get a lineman. I, I I agree with that. I think we need you to get an O line D lineman, and I think yeah. either side of the ball definitely use it. Yeah, we do that, or or what do you? I think we need a couple more. We need O lineman. We definitely need O lineman. You can never have enough of those guys. Well, and you need skill position guys. You need a couple skills. That's need, what I'm thinking. You need, a, you need a running back, and you need somebody else to compliment Devontae Parker because he's out there by himself. He and is. He's not number one. Nope. He's like the two or three. So you, you need you need a Calvin Ridley. You need yes. a Jared Judy. You need a Devontae Smith. Which I'm all for going to go get Julio Jones. I'm all for go now, pick up Julio. In your situation, do you get a Julio Jones, or do you go get and draft Devontae Smith from Alabama? At number three, you're holding number three pick. You decide to stay there, yeah, and you get a trade offer saying, "Hey, listen, we're we're going to give you Julio, mm-hmm. right, and two second round picks, right, this year's and next year's, for that number three pick, or you yeah. can stay there and draft Devontae Smith. What do you do? I still take Najee. I, I know that sounds crazy. I still take Harris. You can't take a running back that high. I I, I know it doesn't happen. It never happens. It doesn't happen in the in the rounds. You know what? Zeke Elliott was drafted top five. Was he? Because I, it doesn't he usually happen. Right. I just, we need a run game to accommodate that Tua cannot. Yeah, there's other, and Najee Harris isn't a top 40 player. But I don't even think Devontae, does Devontae Harris, isn't he a freshman? He's not even coming out. I don't think he comes out of the draft. But if you well, get he, somebody he, like he that, is what you're saying. Like yeah. Yeah. I don't know, man. That's a good pick. I mean, that's a good, that's a good. That's a hard choice. Chase, Chase from uh, LSU is going to be in the draft. Mm. I don't know, man. That's tough. That's if, a tough if, question. If, if I'm in that situation, yeah, I'm taking Julio Jones and my two second round picks. Yeah, because Julio's got plenty of years in him. Yeah, right. We give him down here in in, in Miami. Yeah. Now you flip those other two picks. Yeah, those those two seconds. Now you go get yourselves your running back and a lineman. Yeah. Along, and you're still picking the first round. Yeah, because you're it, still it, getting quality that, guys. That, right. That, that's Houston's pick. Yeah. That, that third-round pick is Houston. Mm-hmm. Thank so they're, they're still going to make their 18, 19 pick, whatever they have now um, in the draft. So you're still going to find quality talent there. I don't know. We're definitely interested to see how that's going to play out. You know, I know we're talking about coaches. Yeah. Good. And bad. <laughs> I'm going to give you the best one. The best coach. The best. If you tell me 
If you tell me, you know, you're gonna love it. You're oh my, love this. go ahead. If you give, if you give me one, who who's the, the arena is? What's his name? I'm gonna, give you, I'm gonna give you the headline. You better not say Monday, Bruce. You better not of say Monday's Bruce. paper. Do not say fucking Bruce. Do not say Bruce Aarons. Jason <laughs> Garrett. Okay, I know where you're going with this. Okay. Yeah. Jason Garrett yep. has found yet another way. Yes, of keeping the Cowboys out of the playoffs. The smile this guy had after the football game. The smile this guy had after that game was hilarious. The Cowboys are out of playoff contention. They are definitely not going to the playoffs. They've been eliminated. And everybody can sit there and say, oh, well, it's because we had three quarterbacks at one point playing the game. Oh, Zeke's not running the way he's supposed to be. Blah, 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 blah. McCarthy, that's on you. You should have got that shit together some way, somehow. But it was funny to see Jason Garrett smiling as big as he is because he knows Jerry Jones is going to be pissed off that he found a way to get him out of there again. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Oh, man. And Ruth Ruth was so full of confidence. Remember I told you, I called this. Oh, man, she was. I called it. I was like, no, it's going to be the same little Cowboys that you think of. They're not going to make it, man. Well, and if if Jason Garrett had a jersey, (laughs) we will be seeing viral videos of him getting burned. Somewhere, somehow. Okay. Do you think, like, that, you know what would have been funny if they had, like, an OC shirt swap? Like, if they, <laughs> they like, a fucking OC swap. Like, they do the football players, he's just standing there. Or Kelly Moore just trade shirts. Or, hey, you know what? Or him give and McCarthy. Me, my polo. I'm going to give you my polo. If you give me your polo, and I'll sign it. Right. Like, here, take my take my polo. I'm, him and McCarthy just trading. Like, a big-ass smile. Like, fuck you. Yeah, he, he found a way to, to keep him out of there. He found a way to, to, to do that. Cowboy fans, I know you're pissed off, man. I know you're upset, but you guys didn't play well at all this year. I don't know what you expected. No. You know? What did you think of the yeah. game? They got hot at the end. Yeah, right? they, they won three out of the four last games of the season. So they got hot at the end. The defense started playing better. But what I was afraid of, and I said on the last podcast, was in there somewhere are those old... Dallas Cowboys. They're in there somewhere. Those good old boys that are down there. <laughs> and you know they're going to show up. You just don't know exactly when. Yep. Yep. And they showed up against the in a game they had to win. If if there was a team in America that could not handle pressure. It's the Dallas Cowboys? It is the Dallas Cowboys. Well, you know who? I mean, come on now. You had the, what was his name? The Red Rocket to the Red, yeah. uh, whatever. That guy. <laughs> Come on, man. The Red Rifle. The Red, the red rifle. rifle. Yeah, well, that that was a single bolt rifle because that thing wasn't, he wasn't doing nothing. Again, I just, they need to find their niche. Without a running game, and we've mentioned it a hundred times, without a running game, you're not going to go far in this league whatsoever. It's you're just not, not going to happen. I don't care how many spread offenses that, that are ran, how many receivers, how fast you are. You're not going to go very far. The only team that has proven us wrong is Kansas City. Kansas City continues to prove us wrong. And, again, I think it's just an anomaly. So far. So far. So far. So far, because the playoffs, anything can happen. Yes, because I got a hot take for you here in a few minutes. Oh, yeah, give that to me. I want to give it to me now. Don't 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 hot take me later. <laughs> All right, so let's talk about the playoff picture. Okay. Yeah. All right, so playoffs are pretty much set. Yeah, they're locked going up. To, going into Monday. Right. I'm going to give you, and I've been saying this for a while. I'm not a fan of the Kansas City Chiefs. You, you've you been saying it for a lo- very long time. 
And they, they have a bye. So they're fortunate. They skate out. Yeah. Okay. The Baltimore Ravens scare me in the first round. Okay, good. I'm glad you said that. But go ahead. Yeah. In the first round because yeah. they can run the ball. They can. Right now, they get, they're going to play against the Tennessee Titans. That's going to be a battle of. Saw what happened last time. Derrick Henry, right. And, 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 right. Can Lamar Jackson throw his way into the next round? Now, I think different from last year is expectations are not the same. Right. There's no really hype around Lamar Jackson. It's kind of very quiet. They just sneaked into the playoffs, right? They need the Dolphins to lose. They need some help, this, that, and the other. But that's a that's an intriguing first-round matchup. I'm going to give you an upset. I've been, I've been saying this week, this team is overrated for a long time. Sure. The Browns are going to beat the Steelers in Pittsburgh. Wow. We're fully loaded? Fully loaded. Because of running game travels. It does, man. It a does. Running game travels, and you're going to see Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt run for combined. The Browns win the game. Yeah. They will both combined run for near 200 yards. Yeah. It's going to be in Pittsburgh. It's going to be cold. It's going to be windy, right? Which means you can't really throw the ball, which benefits the Browns. It hurts the Steelers because they're a throwing team. They don't have a running game. Yeah, it's it's. I don't know cool. the last time they've had a hundred yard rusher in a game, right? So that's the first round potential upset. I, I agree with you with Baltimore. I, I hope they can get past Tennessee. I hope they can get past Tennessee. So for you guys that are that are listening and watching as well, the playoff picture for the AFC is pretty much set. I guess right. So you got Kansas City against the first round by. You got the Colts going against the number two Bills, which I think all the hype that you were talking about that Baltimore had last year. Is now on the Bills. Like everything's on I the agree. Bills. They got it. Yeah, the Bills are hot. You're, you're hot. You got to perform some way, somehow to to win this freaking game. So I get that. Cleveland and and Pittsburgh is going to be a tough matchup. It's going to be completely tough. Fully loaded. I don't see them beating Big Ben. I don't see it be, because we mentioned it maybe probably like twelve podcasts ago. You mentioned it. Baker just can't win the big game. Baker struggles to find a way to win the big game. This is going to be a huge game. He's got all of Cleveland on his shoulders right now making the playoffs. I agree, but here's here's the reason why they win the game. Why? I know you said running. The the wind, the conditions in Pittsburgh right. will force Cleveland to run the ball more, mm. which will take the pressure off of Baker, let him go play action pass, throw the ball short to intermediate, check it down, yeah. and, play, and play keep away. From, from from the Steelers, that's a good point, man. I, what's the what do you think the points are going to be? Who, who wins it? I think Cleveland wins by a touchdown. Wow, wow. Okay, because yeah. field goals. So kicking is important. We saw Tennessee barely make right. a field goal right last week to, to to win a game. Yeah. In Pittsburgh, the kicking game is going to be irrelevant because the wind. You're going to yeah. see more teams going for it. Pittsburgh and and the Browns going for it in those situations because of the wind. It's harder to kick a field goal in Pittsburgh. The way the stadium is set up, the, the, it the is. way the wind whirls. So you're gonna see more teams go for it. So that's why I'm, I'm saying it's a seven point game solely because of that. Okay. If it was a normal traditional indoor game, I'm I'm saying it's three and a half points. Right. Is is it spread there for uh, for me specifically? See, but you're calling Baltimore. Your to, do you call Baltimore to win? Cleveland to win? What about Colts and Bills? Bills. 
Oh, Bills, are, Bills are hot. Yeah, I was gonna... Bills are going to wax. Unless Phillip Rivers finds a way to kill them somehow. <laughs> but that, 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 those, those are solid picks, though. And then what they reseed. I'm, I'm taking Tennessee. Okay. Uh, you know, a zebra don't change its stripes, man. They're gonna, we all know they're going to give that ball to Derrick Henry. We all know they're going to run that right down your throat again. We all know somebody in that stadium in Baltimore, Jersey, is going to get stiffed-armed into the freaking bleachers, into the stands. Where is Thomas? By Where is Earl Thomas? <laughs> right. He was the one that was last He year. was, man. Time we could talk. No, people just afraid to tackle him. No, ain't nobody afraid to tackle him. He's just throwing bodies around. So I think you got to play Derrick Henry. And I, I know this is going to sound crazy for me to say because I've never been on his bandwagon. I'm still not, but he's playing well. It's Tannehill. Tannehill's playing pretty well. He is. He's playing well. I'll get that to you. And I freaking am, and, and I'm not going to say that. I know this sounds crazy. I love A.J. Brown over there. Dude, he, he's a DJ Metcalf. Oh, player. my God. I love how he's playing, man. He just doesn't use him the same way. They don't. And he's a big body receiver coming off that play action. You know who's going to go to. I, I kind of like Tennessee to beat them. To this day, I still have never seen Lamar Jackson make the 15-yard out throw. I haven't seen him do it at any of these games so far. Yeah, they got the the, the running game. They got the, I think they got Dobbins is his name. He's playing well, too. I just I haven't seen him be able to to throw that ball, and I think Tennessee's going to tell him, hey, man, just beat us with your arm. Let's see what you can do with that arm of yours. We're going to find out. We're going to find Tennessee, out. Tennessee has a formula to beat them. They do, man. They have a blueprint. They did it last year. They did. Now, football horse NFC side. Sure. What are your thoughts on the NFC? Because you got some interesting matchups. Yeah. Right? You, you, got a, you got the Bears. Mm-hmm. are going to take on the Saints. Yep. In New Orleans. Yep. Right? You got the Bucs. They're going to go travel to the NFC East champion. Yep. Right? Who's going to win these matchups here? Chicago's got a hell of a defense. They got no offense. Do they have the chance to pull the upset against New Orleans? I don't think so. I don't think so. I think New Orleans offense is too hot. I think New Orleans defense doesn't. Trubisky, who has been playing well in these last five weeks, I think he has, has been playing. Since he, since he became the starter again, he's been on fire. Yeah, since they, they kind of gave him the confidence thing, say, hey, you're our guy. He has been playing very, very, very well. I just don't think it's enough. I, I just don't think it's enough to to beat them. Chicago's defense, though, is is elite. It is, man. They're, they're really, really good. So, if you can find a way to get two touchdowns defensively, then you got a ball game. <laughs> Seriously, then you got a ball game. And well, we're just saying, I'm saying Chicago, you gotta score twice on yeah, defense. We need to score two interceptions. Trubisky yeah. yeah. and manage the offense, and then you got a chance. All right. You got a chance. The upset, the, the 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 game that I'm circling as a potential upset here is the Rams and the Seahawks traveling to Seattle because they don't have the 12th man over there in Seattle. There is no COVID stadium. took out the 12th man. That's it. COVID took him out. Yeah. Does it happen? Does Jared Goff and the Rams, which the Rams have one of the top, if not the top defense outside of New Orleans, because yeah. they really good defense themselves. Do they beat a Seattle team that's been struggling the last couple of weeks? You know, normally you want to be one of two. You want to be a team that has figured it out offensively. Mm-hmm. And you're clicking all cylinders, or a team that's figuring out defensively, right? You don't want to be going the other direction. You don't. You and really. The Seahawks have been going in the other direction yeah. offensively, and now they face one of the best. You got Aaron Donald. You got Jalen Ramsey. 
he got those guys on on that side of the ball. Fucking load over there. Is that is that going to be an upset? It all depends on golf. It depends on what golf we get that day. Yeah. What what golf do we get? That I know the defense is is you know if golf can if golf can keep the defense or not put the defense in a bad spot if he can make sure that he, he did, can manage the game if, yeah just manage the freaking game couple first downs even you got to kick three points because of Seattle remember these two teams played before it was it was a grudge match between these two teams it's going to be a very well defensive team it just depends on who who decides to show up quarterback wise. We, we we get the opportunity to see another third time yeah. matchup because you got you got the yep. the Browns and the Pittsburgh Steelers on the AFC side. Yep, meaning for the third time, and now you got the you now you have the Rams and Seattle Seahawks meeting for the third time. Yep. To me, Jared Goff is not the key to this game. Who is Cam Akers, mm-hmm. the running back for? The Rams, because yeah. if Cam Akers can run the ball effectively, right, that's going to take the pressure off of Jared Goff to then go play action pass, find Cooper Cup, find Robert Woods, find his guys all over the field. Yeah, if Golf has to go win the game, he can't do it. I agree with you, man. And I don't think his head coach trusts him to go do it because his decision making has been very questionable down the stretch the last four or five weeks. You think after his rookie contract, golf will be out of the yes. Rams? Yeah, I do too. Yes. I, do I do too. too. They do have too. a Super Bowl ready now, and golf is the only thing holding him back. Yeah, is holding him back, not moving yeah. him forward. Absolutely, I agree with you too. And, and you never know that that still might happen, depending on what happens with this game. If he comes out here and throws three picks and shits the bed, they might just pull. They might just Maybe pull him. Yeah, you might you might get out of there. Um, Maybe done. So I don't know. And I, you got the Bucks. And you got the Bucks. Playing against the, the NFC East champion, yeah. Is that a is that a is that a game to watch? The Bucks. Let me is tell you that, something. That, that's not, your that Bucks scared like the shit the out of me. I know. Let me. We're we're gonna talk about record breaking Sunday here in a bit. But congrats to your guy. You know, have very very claps here. Let me give hey. let me give him his proper claps here that he deserves. Tom Brady with his record break. I'll let you mention it since it's your guy. What his yeah, record so, was? So Tom Brady this past Sunday. Had his two hundredth and ninety nine career start, breaking Brett Favre's record of two hundred ninety eight yep. career starts. That's a lot of games. Oh, that's why I say, <laughs> well, fucking done. Hey, dude, off to you, man. That's Tom good Brady for you. Has also, and this is going to transition right into our record breaking Sundays, yeah. but I'll talk about it in a bit. He threw forty touchdown passes. Yes, he did. Season. Do you know how many other 40-year-olds have thrown for 40 touchdown passes, my friend? Who's in the 40 for 40 club? James <laughs> in the 30 for 30. Yeah. 30 picks. 30 picks. <laughs> 30 yeah. touchdowns, right? Brady's in the 40 for 40. He's 40 years old. Who who was the other one? For 40 touchdowns. Peyton Manning. Really? Peyton Manning did it with the Broncos. Him and, him and his buddy, man. Him and his golf buddy. Him and his buddy that day. <laughs> It's funny. So I saw a meme this past week. You know, Tony Dungy threw a jab at Brady mm. uh, for you know winning games or something across the other. Right. And all Tom Brady did was reply back with a picture of the banners that hang in Indianapolis for AFC Championship wins. Very, they have one. 
Very Brady-esque. <laughs> very, very Brady. Totally did. Yeah. Totally, but again, getting back to the game, do the Bucks? You know they're playing the NFC East champion, so you can't disregard them. Mm. Very good defense. Yeah. Do they see a chance against them? Do the Bucks walk in there and do what they got to do and get out of there? Especially with a potentially Mike Evans suffered a knee injury. Knee injury. It's yeah. a high percentage. We do we do know that for for a fact now. And Myers came back, no ligament damage. Thank goodness. Yeah. They may may or may not be with them, but with or without him on Sunday. Mm-hmm. What happens with the Bucks this weekend? I, before I, I give my prediction, I want to hear your prediction. I'll make my real quick. I know we're running on time. I'm gonna tell you now. Me personally. It depends on if the Bucks can can stop Chase Young. If they fight, they can isolate him, find him, and not have any problems. They'll be good to go. Otherwise, I think Chase Young causes havoc on your line offensively. I don't think Washington know can go score for score with you guys whatsoever. I don't think I don't think they can do that at all. They struggle against. I don't think they have the offense. Yeah, I don't think so either. To do it, yeah, I like us by fourteen points. Yeah, I think I now, think you guys come out of there. Now you scared the shit out of me. I'm not gonna lie to you. I think you scared all of Tampa uh, yesterday with your performance against the Falcons. Okay, because that third quarter was very was very heart attackish for was. you Bucks. They were like, "What? Wait, whoa, whoa, whoa. what? What? Why are we going away from the, the formula?" The quarter, they uh, reminded everybody who we thought they were. <sighs> and said, they yeah. lighted up. Yeah, they 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 did what they're supposed to. But that third quarter, I don't know if somebody was like, "What I told you, don't touch my play sheet." What I tell you, the next the, Byron, the next time you come down here with that fucking shit, we're not. Listen to me, man. Stop playing. All right. Call these plays. Yes. This is the shit I gave you. Don't Stop you using dare. Yours, you use mine. If you start using that thing, yeah, I'm gonna call my own you, plays now. You wonder if they go like to the wristband. I told you two. Just run number two. Stop talking. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, I think your bucks will be fine, man. I think they'll be okay. So here's the situation. Yeah. If the Rams. Beat Seattle. Mm. The Rams will travel to Green Bay. Because the lowest seed goes to Green Bay. Yeah. Which means the highest seed would then travel to New Orleans. Would it be the Rams or would it be the... Isn't... um, The lowest seed is the sixth seed. The the Bears have to beat uh, the, the, the... the Orleans, Saints, which is not going to happen. It's not going to happen. Okay, so that's what we're talking about. Happen. Saints beat so them. Okay. The, the Saints would advance. Right, so they would be the lowest seed of six, yeah. The Rams would advance, right. and the Bucks would advance. Right. Of those three, the lowest seed is the Rams, so the Rams would go to Green Bay, mm-hmm. and this would set up another third-time matchup in the playoffs. Oh, now you get the Jesus. Bucks and New Orleans Jesus. for a third time. And let me tell you now, something. They, you guys keep podcast, shitting the I don't bed. Even want to talk about it. Yeah, you guys are shitting the bed on that one. Jesus. <laughs> oh my god. Or if Seattle wins, mm. if Seattle wins, Seattle would then go to New Orleans, and the Bucks would take their happy ass over to Green Bay. Yeah, and, and you gotta go, go play, play fucking against him. Aaron Rodgers in, in the, the cold. One seed. They've already. That, but we beat him in Tampa thirty-one to three or whatever, thirty-eight to three, whatever it was. Yeah, it was. You guys shellacked them. You guys shellacked them. I, but the weather was fine, and you now you got to oh, go. Was, now you got to go up to Lambo. Yeah. Sunny. You got to go up there. So I don't. That's, we have the guy that was that's born in the cold, and Tom Brady. He's if anything, he'd be in his own oh, element. I'm, no, he he again. will be fine, and so will so will um, 
No, I want to say Antonio Brown. No, Antonio Brown will be fine. I think he'll be okay. He'll be okay. He, he Pittsburgh. Yeah, I think he'll be okay. I think everybody else on the team will fucking not yeah. like Gronk will be okay. You guys yeah, will be Gronk okay. Will be okay. He'll be okay. But it's gonna look this playoff, however, however it pans out, is gonna be amazing. Along with your Tom Brady and the records that were broken, there was other guys that had a record breaking Sunday, man. They had a beautiful record breaking Sunday. I want to touch on it because I want to get your opinion on which one's the most impressive. Which Tom Brady playing two hundred ninety nine games is is career co- starts career no, starts what well, career, career starts. starts that's what he's been starting it's still amazing bro bro especially in the NFL playing at the quarterback position for as long as he's been playing it's still an amazing one but there were some also some noticeable amazing some records ones. huge ones Derrick Henry reaching two thousand rushing yards I think that's huge he's my MVP. I don't care about Rodgers. I, I know, I know. Isn't it that crazy? It's so hard to run for 2,000 yards when it's an eight-man box stacked <laughs> against you all day and long. And literally, I have to take two guys and throw their bodies right. 200 pounds to the left or the right. You know? Every single time. I think that was notable. I loved it. So the other one I'm going to give you also is Lamar Jackson going back-to-back, rushing 1,000 yards. Did you know that? Wow, did not. As a quarterback, rushing 1,000 yards Back-to-back seasons. That's that's amazing, man. That's amazing what Lamar's doing. The other one was was Jefferson over at the Vikings, wide receiver. Let me tell you the this. Rookie. The rookie. Now, I'm going to give you something here. Last weekend, he broke Randy Moss's uh, Minnesota Viking record. Ooh, of singles, about Randy Moss now. Randy Moss. Of 69 receptions, he broke his he broke his record. Okay. Of single, of his rookie year. Not only that, he also passed him in yardage. And he, Rick, Randy had 1,373, I believe. He got 1,400 on the dot. Okay. Here's the, here's the fun fact part. He did it in 14 games because he didn't start the first two games of the season. Wow, so he did it in two fewer games He did it in fewer games than Randy Moss. So when asked by a reporter, what do you think would have happened if, <laughs> if you played the <laughs> kid was like, can can you imagine? He said he literally told the reporter, "Oh, we would have brought the record sooner then." <laughs> That's you know what? Right. I love that kid. You gotta, you gotta love him. I'd have brought the record good. sooner. That's what that means. But He's he didn't good. play two games, and then you have Tom Brady's record of two. So I give you those four. Which one of those four do you do you like that you think? Okay, that's most impressive. For me, oh man, it, it's because they're all because beautiful records, man. It is. I'm a sound biased, but I, I'm really not being biased here. 299 career starts. It's a lot of games, man. Is a lot of games. And the fact that he threw 40 touchdowns. Yeah. So, you know, you remember Tom Brady when his years with Randy Moss. Yeah. You know what he threw that same year? Mm-mm. 40. Oh, he did. He threw 40 that same year. Didn't he have like now, 50 passing touchdowns that year or some shit? He set some record. Something crazy. Yeah, like him, and, him, and, him and Peyton Manning were going total to one. Yeah. All right. Um, but for him to do that at the age of 40 yeah. years old, his body to hold up the way he did in a new offense where they're still trying to figure it out. I, I got to go with that, but. Derrick Henry's 2,000 yards is always something because you, you think about it, man. People game plan to stop Derrick Henry. That's he all takes it a is. Ton of hits. People yeah. are trying to take his knees out all the time. People are trying to hurt 
Derrick Henry. Yeah. And he touches the ball more than anybody else does on that team. It's like an old school running back. Remember with Terrell Davis, you right. touch it for 30 times. Thurman yeah, Thomas. Yeah. You know, and those guys, man. So Tom Brady's up there. Derrick Henry. You know what? Derrick Henry. I agree with you, man. I think you said about that. No, and then go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, I was gonna say no, 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 no offense to Lamar Jackson rushing for a thousand back to back seasons. You know when we we used to think you know Michael Vick was the greatest rushing quarterback that we ever saw, which I still think he he was amazing, more electrifying. But Lamar Jackson shot. I mean, these are not you know these records weren't weren't you know nothing to bat your eye at. Like these are some nice freaking records to be yeah. proud of, man. That that are accomplishments, especially in the NFL. You know what I mean? Um, to rush for a thousand. I, I, I like the Jefferson kid at the Vikings, man. Okay. I did, man. I just... Yeah, I mean, you broke a record that Randy Moss had. That's, <laughs> respect. That's not bad at all. Right. Not a bad day. Respect, man. And you did in fewer games than they did, um, and making the Vikings realize that, okay, maybe we should have got him involved more <laughs> early on. Or maybe that was the plan. You know, you never know. The Vikings might have not wanted to, to ruin the, the rookie, you know, prospect or whatever very early on. So it could be one of those situations, but shout out to the kid for doing it in a rookie year when, when, you know, Randy Moss lit that whole world on fire in 1998 in when he came year. out in a COVID year, in a COVID year. Sure. I mean, you really did. There was no preseason games. Is that the right. other? I also want to give a shout out to us. Oh yeah. We had a record breaking year as yeah, well. We did, man. So, we were the winners, or I was the winner of the OTC Sports Fantasy yeah. Football League we had with our fans. Yeah. yeah. So so we got that one check, and then late on Sunday, probably about 11 o'clock at night, we clinched the FanStreamSports.com mm. championship game. Well, it went, first of all, it went to week 17. It did. Which, which is amazing. I am protesting next year. It should never. No league should ever go that long to week seventeen. I agree. We, you know, we had Kamara on the bench because he had COVID. We had Tyreek Hill on the bench, yes, because of uh, nursing uh, a playoff when he was being basically being benched. Him and, and when, Mahomes, when we go back on down. JP's show, I'm going to mention this to John Decker. You got to tell him that we literally <laughs> put a combined team we together, a free agent team. Because it scared me last night yeah. when they when they pulled out because we you drafted Jalen Hurts. You drafted Jalen Hurts to play in the game, and it scared the shit out of me when they pulled Jalen Hurts out to put Stuford, Stufford, or whatever his name is, for the Eagles. I was like, oh, my God, are we going to make our points? Oh, my <laughs> God. But we did. We, we were able to win the game, win it. So you did phenomenal, man. John doesn't, you know, these guys got to respect us now next year. Now put some respect on the clock name, baby. Yeah, the next time they have the draft party, I will be there in my glasses and a T-shirt that says, <laughs> you, want, you want smoke again? Like, come on, man. You guys don't want to do this again. But, George, listen, man, that is all the time that we have for On The Clock Radio, man. And I tell you what, brother, I love you to death, man. This 2021 is going to be an amazing year. For you fans that don't know what's going to be happening, we're going to have a coaches roundtable of of notable, notable coaches to talk about actual in-depth in the game type of football, man. So if you're an aspiring coach, if you're someone that that loves the game of football and you want to learn a little bit more in-depth about football, since me and George have been coaching high school football for about three, four years now, we're gonna we're gonna go real dive deep into it. We got a beautiful lineup coming for you for the month of January. We're gonna announce everybody once we get the schedule set. But listen to me, you're not gonna want to miss it. You're gonna want to log in. You're gonna. Do you, you think about the potential here, George? 
Think about something that potentially somebody's going to watch our video to learn more about some part of the game, whether it's the four-two-five, the three-three-five stack, whether it's ten tempo. personnel, tempo, eleven personnel, twenty-one personnel, whatever the case may be. R four, the 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 below the hard deck, above the hard deck, wide zone. They're wide gonna, zone, inside zone, inside zone, all this stuff. You guys are gonna get that from George and I, and also the coaches roundtable, and you're gonna get a couple of laughs, a couple of coronas, and hot pockets as well. So it's gonna be a lot of fun, man. Keep doing what you're doing. Wear your mask. Be safe. And love each other, man. George, I'll see you again when I see you, man. <laughs> yeah, later this week we'll be for another show. Again, if you like yeah. today's show, please follow, subscribe to the show. It's absolutely free. And join the debate on the clock sports talk. Visit our website, otcsportstalk.com. Until next time, you're on the clock. <laughs>